Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Good morning, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. Today, I have with us two ladies that I know very well, and some of you guys know. I have Linda Darden that works with us here at IBSA. Her husband is also a pastor, so she's a pastor's wife. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. And we have Tammy Butler that also works here with me and also is a pastor's wife and happens to be my pastor's wife. So good morning, Tammy. Good morning, Carmen. Mm -hmm. These ladies might just be a little bit nervous that they're sitting here. And I'm like, they just talk all the time, girls. So I told them, (laughs) we just have a conversation on these podcasts. So we're just trying to be normal. But but seriously, I'm glad you girls are here and that you're willing to have a conversation with me today. I know you ladies and um, and Linda, I'm learning more and more of you. But some of the ladies listening in, they don't they don't know you guys. So tell them just a little bit about who Linda is and then tell them a little bit about who Tammy is. They know you're a pastor's wife. They know you work at IBSA. We don't want to hear that, right? Tell them a little bit about you, Linda. Well, um, my husband went to seminary a little bit later in life. He's 39 and we've been, he's been, he's been pastoring since 95. It's been an interesting journey. Lots of different things have happened. Uh, we, our children have, two of our older children been raised in the ministry and as I said, lots of things have happened. We have um, beautiful grandchildren. We lost our, one of our granddaughters, and and that will always be uh, a line in my life. I mean, the before and after. I, I have a passion for people who have lost loved ones. Unfortunately, I got this because I didn't really want this, but I, I got it because we lost our granddaughter. She was six years old, and she was killed in an accident, and it changed lots of things. I mean, it didn't change my thoughts of God, but it changed lots of things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have a, a passion for grief ministry. Thanks for sharing that with us, Linda. Mm-hmm. That's leveraging us or stewarding yeah. a story. So thank mm-hmm. you. Tammy, tell us a little bit about you. Let's see. Been married 29 years. Um, we have two kids and grandbabies, lots of grandbabies. Those are fun. Um, lots of fun. And um, my husband's become a pastor much later in life, just recently within the last year and a half. And so that's been a whole different walk, me kind of figuring out all of that. And I, I still don't. I say figuring it out. I still don't have it figured out. Um, and I love people. So I think probably the biggest <laughs> part of my ministry is relationships with people. I like discipleship and relationships. Well, um, ladies, if you're listening in, um, I specifically invited Linda and Tammy and said, would you consider having a conversation with me? Because I think we represent a very unique dynamic, but um, but it's one that we can talk about. But I think some of you guys have found yourself in this common story or are finding yourself in this common story. So um, today, if you're a pastor's wife, I want you to lean in a little bit closer and listen. But also, um, and that means present tense or past tense. Okay, if you're a pastor's wife, I want you to lean in. Um, But also, you know, um, I want everybody else to to listen because it helps us to see some of the women that are walking along beside us and doing life beside us in the, you know, in our in our local church. And remember, ladies, we're talking church with a big C, right? It's about the kingdom. But our local churches may be where God has placed us for this particular season of our life as we're walking out life. Um, But here's the unique situation. Um, Tammy is our is my pastor's 
wife. And as of about two weeks ago, she's also Linda's pastor's <laughs> wife because Linda's husband, um, Jerry, retired um, from the pulpit, but just with a renewed sense of energy to plug in um, to Raymond Baptist Church where Tammy's husband pastors, Pastor Ron Butler, where he pastors because he felt like God was leading him to come alongside and really dig into discipleship of men, which brought Linda right there, who's been a cheerleader of this. So I'm literally, ladies, I have a front row seat watching this all play out right in front of my eyes. And then the the other dynamic to that is, is that, that this was the church that my husband was the pastor and, you know, as he passed away. So I'm not only do I have a front row seat here at work at IBSA watching this, but I'm also part of that local church watching how God continues to, to reposition and bring in leaders and move. And can we be honest? You heard Linda say that that grief and that loss will forever shape her life. Sometimes, girls, it stings a little bit when God's up to something and we celebrate it. But we can't just we, we, we just can't make sense of some of that emotion, that sting emotion that's going on underneath the surface at the same time. And that's what I want to talk with you to today. So tell them a little bit about that story of what God is doing in the two of your lives and how paths are crossing right now for your for ministry for the local church with you and your husband. Maybe I'll start from the mm-hmm. standpoint of. It's unique also because Carmen discipled me. I sat at her kitchen table and went through the foundations. And part of her and Keith's was you have to disciple others. And if we don't, we're not going to grow the bench. We're not going to grow the church. Um, And so at that part, I would say I didn't really understand. And I thought, I don't know what I'm doing sitting here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now I see God's plan. I'm like, okay, that's why I'm sitting here. Because then I'm has since I'm on my second group of leading ladies and I love church and I'm excited about it. And I talk about it all the time to anybody who will listen. And um, my husband needs strong men next to him for more discipleship and to lead the men we have. And Linda, I heard her with their church that it wasn't, they hadn't really bounced back from COVID, I think was kind of how it was like. And I saw where they weren't meeting on Wednesday nights. And I said to my husband, maybe you should see what Jerry's doing because maybe he could help you. And I'll say, unlike my normal personality, I let it go with that. (laughs) (laughs) Normally, I'd have been like on it, Um, but I I let it go with that. And he said, oh, I have his phone number. And he reached out to him. Jerry and him connected. They met a couple of times. And then we just began praying. I had no idea, no idea that he was thinking about retiring and that even if he did retire, they would come there. And so... For me, it has just been to see how important the discipleship was and to just see it kind of just fade into every other aspect and of the church. And so I just get excited at the thought of it, of parents being discipled who can then disciple their children because there's so much, so much brokenness. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's a, a really good thing. Well, and uh, I think one of the interesting things about this transition is that normally I would be praying less and talking more to to my husband about, you know, what do you think? What do you think God's up to? What do you think we ought to do? It. It's funny that Tammy said that she didn't say anything because I was the same way when we kind of connected and we were right by side by side each other um, when we connected one day and she found out that we weren't having Wednesday night services. You know, I mentioned it to Jerry and I said, you know, maybe maybe we, you, we you, you could go talk to Ron. And but I left it at that. And I thought, but I just kept praying, Lord, 
whatever you want us to do, just show us, mm -hmm. show us clearly and open the doors. And, and I didn't want to try and, and I'm ashamed to say this, I didn't want to try and manipulate my <laughs> husband because shamefully, I, I think I've done that in the past. Um, good heart, but bad motives. Um, so uh, I just let God take it. And uh, so I just kind of kept my mouth shut and said, Lord, if, if, if you want me to be content right here where we are, then so be it. And, and so we just um, saw how things went along and and um, the Lord just began to open doors and, and he kind of opened up a relationship between our two husbands that there was just a, a good a good working relationship. To be honest, the uh, Sunday that my husband said that he was thinking about retiring from the pulpit. I was a little shocked. It's hard to describe, but it, it's it's truly something that that God has just. You can just stand back and see the the orchestration that He has done. Ladies, I appreciate you sharing that because it's it's a really good lead in. So if you're listening, I want you to find yourself in Linda and Tammy's story this morning because you may be finding a disruption moment, like like you're content, but you just sense God is doing something, and that's why I wanted the two of you guys to to come and talk a little bit with us today because I think your story is unique, and the fact that I get to watch it play out, Linda, it's almost like it's almost like watching you and Jerry. It's almost like you guys are just getting out of seminary, being dropped off on a mission field. That kind of excitement, really, mm -hmm. that's the excitement and the passion. It's almost like, man, I can't wait to get dirty, mm -hmm. you know, and get involved in these lives, which is not often what we see with people retiring. Mm -hmm. So I want you to talk a little bit about that, because if we were sitting here, can I say of the three of us, St. Linda is the senior pastor's wife. She's mm -hmm. logged a lot more years, had a lot more training, a lot more experience, but she's being intentional to follow God's lead to say she's moving down into second chair. And and ladies, Raymond is a small church, small. Can I say that? We're a small church. <laughs> we, we have a pastor that's bivocational that works, treats it full time, <laughs> But what I'm saying is Jerry's not even coming into any sort of a formal pastoral position. They're saying we're sliding over here because this is where we feel like God's leading us for this purpose to, to support a younger pastor and pastor's wife, but at the same time to get dirty and just hungry to discipleship. So tell the ladies a little bit about that, Linda, because I think so many people retire. I'm just mm -hmm. going to be bold, ladies. Yeah. So many people retire and think, oh, I'm out of the game. And God never takes us out of the game until he takes us out of the game, until that right. last day of our life is fulfilled. So share a little bit with the ladies there. Not exactly sure how to put it into words. And just so you know, uh, I am 64 years old. If the Lord allows me to live until August 28th, I'll be 65. And uh, Jerry is 66. He still works part-time at a big R store here in Springfield, but we never wanted to retire and sit on the couch and do nothing because God has us on this, this earth for a purpose. To be honest, some of the, mo the most exciting times that I have been in have been in, well, just being around people that have a hunger for the word and that want to know what what's God saying about this and just how does he really want me to live my life? And, and it's it's all in his word. That just gives you a new spark of life. You know, none of us knows how long we'll be here. Mm -hmm. One of the things we learned from our granddaughter's death, and I'm not trying to keep going back to that, but, you know, we, we truly don't. I mean, we could, somebody that's 99 years old may have another five years, and, and she only had six years on this earth. So I want to use this time, whatever time I have left, to hopefully be um, a stepping stone to somebody coming to Christ. Amen. Amen.
And you you live that out, Linda. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm friend, I'm just seeing it with such renewed passion. And that is so, so, so refreshing. And and I, I think all of us, that's the race. But I think we get discouraged sometimes mm-hmm. thinking we're tired or this isn't a fit, or you know, that's not a fit. And um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tammy, let me look at you now. And as she, you know, as she shared that, how does that make you feel? As a younger pastor's wife, you know, kind of learning the ropes there that um, you're you're seated where here comes this seasoned older pastor's wife, you know, um, coming along beside you um, to encourage you to help, you know, to help to lead out in the church. But a lot of times that can be intimidating. So talk to the ladies out there that you're, you know, and share with them. What is what does this feel like or how have you processed through some of those feelings? I think it's been easier because we're friends. And I've been asking for six months for prayers for my husband and our church. Just that discipleship. God keeps bringing people. And I'm like, Lord, what are you doing here? We're not equipped. We don't have enough hands. And so I've been saying, Linda, I need you to pray about this. My husband needs more men. We've got young, strong family men, but they don't know. They don't know what they don't know. And if we don't teach them, they're never going to know. And with that being said, I have two, both of my kids are in our church, which has been recently more of a struggle. And I'm like, Lord, bring someone that they can go to, that they can be discipled, that is not their dad, who's the pastor, that is not their mom, and that can take off that mom hat or the pastor's wife hat. So I've just been like, pray, pray, pray. And Ron and I both praying. So it's been once Jerry and Ron met and Ron said to me that night, you're you're not going to believe what God is doing. And I'm like, okay. He says, Jerry's going to retire. I, and I, I, I think he's going to join me with discipleship. And I can tell you that gave my husband a renewed burst to know there's somebody seasoned. And so like last night, we sat in Wednesday night service and Linda and Jerry was right behind me. And it, it blessed my heart because I, I don't feel a, I don't feel a competition. Um, I've never felt that from you being there either. It's like, I just, it, you're encouraging, you're helpful. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I need all the help I can get. And so that, that's kind of where God has blessed me from the standpoint. I love people and relationships, so I really haven't haven't felt, mm-hmm. you know, like I should feel anything other than relieved that mm-hmm. that they're there. And so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it because there's been many times I've talked to Linda over lunch about my kids and my grandkids, and she's lived some life, and so she can say, "Well, let me tell you from my experience." And mm-hmm. I just I I think God's going to mm-hmm. just really really mm-hmm. use that in our ministry. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited. And that's where I want to pivot a little bit of our conversation. Something that's really resonated with me is this concept. I heard somebody talking about, you know, I belong, but I don't fit. Um, I just don't fit. Where do I fit in? And it was Lisa Harper that was saying sometimes fitting in is overrated. We have to remember, you may never think you fit, but you belong. And it's important to know that we belong to Jesus. We belong to the church with the big C. And there may be times we don't fit. And, and that's a little bit of a struggle. And I've wrestled with that, friends. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Linda and Tam, I'm looking at you guys. I've wrestled with that thinking, you know, God, I belong at Raymond right now, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily fit. And it's not that I don't fit. I feel as comfortable as anything. But even as I watch now what he's doing, bringing Linda and Jerry, it's even solidifying that more in my mind but it's bringing some peace with it because of something that I read just this morning just this morning my devotion was talking about relationships with people and they were specifically talking about families today I was talking about the prodigal son when it comes to family relationships we have to remember that there's going to be seasons of life that the how we interact with each other changes but the why 
the reason we interact doesn't. And what he was saying is, as my children grow and they become adults and their daddy's no longer walking this earth, Mm -hmm. my interaction with my adult sons may look different than what it once did, but the why never changes because family is God ordained isn't important. Mm -hmm. And I, and that has just, I took that back to that concept of fitting, right? We belong so we have to remember, here's the why. We're part of his church. But the fit, the way he expresses it, may be a little bit different where, ladies, you may not feel you're fitting sometimes, mm-hmm. but we look back to God to trust that it's as that plan's moving us forward as he's preparing for whatever he's trying to do through us into his big story. It may not feel like the same fit you were once used to. But if we can be open, and again, I'm watching you two ladies demonstrate that. If we can be open to what God's doing, Linda's willing to sit in a new seat right now. You're still going to use a lot of those. Yeah, Yeah, excited (laughs) about it. Passion. I'll go that you're passionate about it. You're still going to use a lot of those skills. But somebody could come from the outside and say, what are you doing? That is just not a fit. What are you Mm -hmm. thinking? And I'm watching this lady that's being so obedient to God saying, this fit feels really doggone good. <laughs> and, and you can see it all over you because you know God's in it and you're trusting yeah. him. And, and that is truly the only thing. So many times along the, the past few months that, and I, I, I'm not a person that says, God, if you want me to do this, you know, show me a sign, show me this, show me that. But I did ask him to truly make it very clear that that's where he wants us because I just want to do his will. I'm not on this earth to please anybody else, but to do his will. And mm-hmm. and we just want to be there to help. I love that. I absolutely love that. And um, and I'm seeing that. So I'm grateful for that. And and I hope, ladies, this is where you're finding yourself in the story. Because, again, you may be sitting there. You know, God has not removed you from the game. You may not feel like a fit right now. You know you belong, but the fit just feels off. And I'm telling you, it's not off for God. It may be a timing thing that he's He's opening your eyes or somebody's around your eyes, you know, to see exactly where he's bringing you into a position. And sometimes I think we let positions frame us a little bit too much. Job mm-hmm. titles, job positions, whatever, frame us a little too much versus where is God positioning us so that he can He can use your life experiences, your skills. So if that's you and you're discouraged, um, we're just inviting you to, to reach out to us today. Don't sit in that alone. Let somebody help you process. You heard Linda say, man, what does it look like just to have somebody let me process that in a safe place? Mm-hmm. And ladies, that's the community. You know, that's why I'm so big on discipleship and discipleship groups. Who are you doing life with? And you may think, Carmen, I'm not doing life with somebody right now. Welcome to the community. Let us help you get connected. God does not intend us to do this alone. So here's my commercial. If you're not connected, connect with us. You can follow us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. You can find us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or check us out on our webpage at ibsa.org backslash women. I say this all the time. We're just ordinary. Ordinary women serving an extraordinary God, and we can trust Him with the story of our life. But we do not want to leave any part of that story on the table with unfinished works that He had for us when He calls us home. And Linda, that is for me. That has been so refreshing. You know, watching you, watching you run that. And I'll just be honest, girls. I'm in the back row on Sunday morning. That's just kind of been my seat, and I'm just watching this play out. And and I'll be honest, I'm sitting there thinking, God, where? What what are you what are you doing with me? You know what what are you doing with me? Because I fit, I fit, I belong, but I just sense that 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 is shifting a little bit. And when you can watch God start to bring in, um, He's going to bring in new believers.
believers. That's discipleship. Mm -hmm. But when you start to see them bring in seasoned leaders, wow. That's like IMB dropping seasoned missionaries off on a field and saying, go evangelize it. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, look out, God, because you know, you know, God sends workers to the field he's working in. I say that God sends workers to the field he's working in. So ladies, if he sent you somewhere today, you know, he's working, open your eyes and look what only God can be doing and join him in that work. That is, that is so precious. That is so precious. All right. Well, we're going to wrap down our conversation, but is it okay if I share your contact information in the episode notes for these ladies? Okay. So what I'll do is um, I'll tag Raymond Baptist Church so you can watch what God's doing through these um, these through two friends. I'm going to say that, my friends. Okay. Um, and, and network with them, you know, encourage them, but share your stories also. And that's one of the things I love about Tammy. Um, Tammy remains teachable but she's not scared to take the reins and lead. Let me say that again, ladies. She'll take the reins and lead. So she'll assume the role and she'll lead, but she remains teachable and she will go find those people to say, will you share your map with me? Mm -hmm. If she doesn't know it, she'll go look for it. And that's what Linda's doing. Linda's saying, I'm going to share a little bit of a roadmap with you. And, and we have those people that can, we can connect you with. Don't be shy in asking for it because there's people sitting right now on your church pews or your church chairs that have so much wisdom to pour into your life, just like Linda's getting ready to pour into Tammy's. But sometimes they know they belong but they may not quite know where they fit. And you know what? You may help them see where they fit mm -hmm. just by simply inviting them to come alongside you and sharing a map. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, anything that you guys want to share just as we close, just to encourage the ladies in general that may be listening in today. I would, one thing I would say is don't be afraid to tell people what's going on. Amen. At your church. Yes. And even like Linda said, find yeah. somebody that you have a safe sounding board because sometimes you might have things rolling around and think I don't know if that's a good idea or not find somebody that you can bounce that off of I can't tell you how many times I've come in here with Carmen and shut the door and been like okay <laughs> I, I need advice on this or I just need to talk to somebody the same with Linda um, but don't be afraid to share what God's doing in your church I've said I pr they probably get tired of hearing what we're doing but I'm like I want people to know I want people to see what God is doing not what Tammy's doing or what Pastor Ron's doing I want them to see what God is doing through our church and through us when you're obedient. And so I'm just, if I can encourage it, it's like celebrate those things. Yes. Celebrate, enjoy them. Let your church family celebrate it because there'll be enough other things <laughs> that are trials and hardships that you don't have celebrations for. And so just be it, be encouraged mm -hmm. and just be a good, good spokesperson and cheerleader for what God is doing, not what we're doing, but what God's doing. That's good. Amen. Amen. Well, I, I, yeah, I amen that all the way. I remember when you first started here and you were telling us about your uh, VBSs that, that were going on. And I thought, oh, I love to hear those stories because, you know, we were in a small church and, and older people and just, we just didn't have the kids. And I just love to hear that. But um, just, you know, God is always working. And sometimes you, you forget that. You, you get in your own little world and you think, well, nothing else is going on. But um I just I'm very thankful that you share what was going on and, and not only what the good things, you know, challenges, too, because if we didn't know about the challenges, we wouldn't know where we could help. That's a, that's a good word. So, yeah. you know, hear that, ladies. Linda connected because she heard what God was doing, mm -hmm. you know, where she is biblical. That's a biblical concept. She celebrated what God was doing in her life, but also celebrated what he was doing in somebody else's. And the way she expressed that was pulling a seat up to the table. 
right? And now now they're getting involved. So don't be scared to, to share because the thing you're sharing may be exactly mm-hmm. what God's going to use to answer your prayer request because it's kind of like he's got the resources out there, but they may not know where they're fitting. They belong. Mm-hmm. They may not know where they're fitting until God lets them see another part of the story. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's good. All right. Well, I want to thank you too for letting me pull you in and talk to you about this, you know, this specific conversation because mm-hmm. I do think it's just unique. Um, but I think it helps us tell that bigger that bigger part of the story that um, sometimes, especially as women, we know we belong, but we just can't see where we're fitting. And I think coming back from COVID, there's a lot of you out there that are wondering, where do I fit? It just feels different. It may not even look different. It may look the same. And that may be where it feels different because looking the same is not fitting anymore. And that's usually a good sign that God's doing something different as he's reshaping you because he's wanting to do something through you that may look a little bit different than what he's done in the past. And ladies, let's just run our race and let mm-hmm. him do it. It's the church with the big C. So, mm-hmm. so thanks, girls, for joining us today. Ladies, for those of you listening, I want you to have a good rest of your day. And I'll see you back here next week on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org women.